Hi, I'm Charity Ambrosio, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemreich, and this is episode 569 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have an Emmy winner coming your way. Chiara D'Ambrosio is going to be joining us. She was on The Young and the Restless. She was on The Bay, YA, and all sorts of other things, and she's going to be talking about her experiences, her Emmy-winning acting she did, and so much more. It's all coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, so get ready for that. And I want to thank you all for uh, being here at On Screen and Beyond. I hope you've been telling a friend. Uh, We have just been skyrocketing uh, as far as downloads, and we love that. So keep downloading more and more. There are so many episodes of On Screen and Beyond, over 569 nine episodes and we are slowly putting them all back up for you uh, if in case you're new if you're you know you've been around for a while you know <laughs> that we are doing this we have switched our providers and we are slowly putting them all back up for you and uh we have i don't know we're probably up around 250 maybe 270 i don't know and anyway so we, we just keep putting up every day there's a new one coming your way so just go ahead and subscribe on any of the podcast providers that you have, whether it's Apple Podcast or Spotify or Anchor FM or uh, iHeart or Google or any of those. They're, we're there, and uh, you can turn around and download us, and uh, we hope that you're enjoying all the episodes of On Screen and Beyond, going way back to 2000. And nine, uh, 2007 or nine, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> somewhere around there, uh, and 2007, yeah. And uh, we just got so many episodes that uh, I can't, uh, I mean, I'm listening to some of them too, you know. I mean, as I put them back up, I, I say, oh, wow, I, I listened to that person. I had that person on the show, and uh, I listened to it again. But anyways, uh, you can check us out on Instagram. We are at On Screen and Beyond Podcast. Or if you're on Twitter, it's at On Screen, the letter N, Beyond. And also, uh, if you are just uh, want to communicate with me, you can communicate with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Or if you're on Anchor FM, where you can go and you can uh, click on a button and you can talk your message and... It'll send off, and I'll get it. So uh, that's kind of a neat thing, too. So uh, check all that stuff out. And, of course, tell a friend about On Screen to Be On and download, download, download. Get all those episodes. We'll keep getting more episodes and more great guests come your way. And so the more downloads we have, the more guests we'll be able to get. So uh, keep uh, helping us out, and I'll keep getting the episodes out to you. Well, let's get into it. It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, Peter Dinklage will star in the remake of the story of Cyrano de Bergerac, and this one is called just Cyrano. Clive Baker will produce the remake of Hellraiser, and actress Jamie Clayton is going to be the star uh, as Pinhead. 
And it looks like Kira Knightley will star in a remake of The Boston Strangler. Shooting starts in December. So get ready for that. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies. Well, Ashton Kutcher will star in a comedy called The Masters of Mini Golf. And it's a golf hustler and his brother as they take uh, their schemes from the PGA to the Mini Golf Masters. And uh, I guess it really is a mini golf masters program. So uh, that's new to me. And it's going to be on HBO Max. And Jake Gyllenhaal, well, he's going to be playing a superhero in a new film called Prophet. It's based on a comic book from Deadpool creator. And Joel Fry of Cruella and Game of Thrones will star in a horror film called The Queen Mary. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequels, sequels, and more sequels. Hotel Transylvania Transformania, the fourth installment in the franchise, will premiere on Amazon Prime Video on January 14th. And Emma Stone has signed on for a sequel to Cruella. And on October 14th, 2022, you can look for Halloween Ends. It continues the story of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, New Amsterdam Season 3 will arrive on DVD on October 26th. November 2nd, you could look for Mom Season 8. It'll be landing on DVD. And Ancient Aliens Season 14 slides on to DVD on November 9th. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, The Suicide Squad, hits Blu-ray and DVD on October 26th. Respect with Jennifer Hudson comes to Blu-ray and DVD on November 9th. And the horror film remake, Candyman, hooks onto 4K, Blu-ray and DVD on November 16th. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we are going to be having TV and entertainment time coming your way. TV and entertainment time. Well, this one's an interesting one. This, at least as far as I'm concerned, Netflix is making a That 70s Show spinoff called That's 90s Show. And Red and Kitty Foreman, played by Kirkwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, will return for the series. And Anthony Anderson, formerly of Law & Order, says he has been approached to return to the show in season 21. And a two-hour Nash Bridges revival movie on USA Network with Don Johnson and Cheech Marin will come our way on November 27th. 
That's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have Chiara D'Ambrosio. Now, she is an Emmy winner, and she is half of the D'Ambrosio twins, and she was on Young and Restless when she was just a little baby, and along with her sister. And uh, it's just gone on from there, and she's done so much. And Chiara is going to be talking to us right here, next on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we are joined by an Emmy-winning actress with over 10 years in the entertainment business, and she's only 16 years old. She has been on The Young and the Restless, The Bay, YA, and Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, Parks and Recreation, Diary of a Future President, and so much more. It's Chiara D'Ambrosio. Chiara, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now, first off, I want to congratulate you on your Emmy win. Thank you so much, Brian. Now, did you ever think, I mean, you're only 16 years old, but, mm-hmm. but, but did you ever think in your wildest imagination that you would win an Emmy? You know, growing up, I've always had a blast watching the award shows, and I always thought, man, when I'm way, way older in the future, this may or may not happen. But I would love to at least go to one. So the fact that I won a daytime Emmy Award or even be acknowledged to be nominated was just out of this world. I'm just beyond blessed. It's it yeah, I mean it's it's I mean, you were starting out in the business when most people are, you know <laughs> I mean you didn't even know you were on it probably. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't really remember that much when I was younger. I just lived through my mom telling me this or from old videos. But I'm glad I stuck through it. Mm-hmm. So what was the process of getting you onto that? Did, you, did, did your parents decide, oh, well, we want to try to get them into show business? Or, you know, how, how did that come about? You know, what's so funny is because my mom and my dad, you know, they would get stopped on the street. And like, oh, my gosh, you have twins. You should definitely consider them starting acting because um, for our age, they need two people to play one character because of the hours on set because which are on and off. So at the time, my parents were like, oh, okay, well, this might be cool for them. And um, as they go older, they can decide if they want to keep doing it or not. And one of our first auditions was for playing um, Young Summer Newman on Young and the Restless. And we both played her. We just had to switch on and off for certain days. And then ever since, we started doing more auditions and auditions, and we just loved it. Now, what, what's the point when they do not use a child actor or actress, uh, you know, for to play one role? Is there a certain age or something? I would say as you get older, you get more hours. So I think around age six, it would still be not as many hours, but that's when you can go off playing one character for one person. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Were you schooled on the, on the sets when you were there? Yes, I was schooled on the set. School was still number one priority, and it still is today. And, yeah, we would always be schooled on set. Did you actually um, go to, I, I don't want to say normal school, but, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to a regular school, too, also? 
until I was around, I, I got to get pulled out. I can't remember what age I was pulled out of regular school, but it was really young. It was before first grade, but I was homeschooled, so it'd be easier for my schedule and be really flexible with acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when you were in school, how did the kids treat you? I mean, were they, you know, oh, you're a movie star? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, at my school, I had a, I, I met a lot of great people that I'm still friends with today. There, at the time, was still some kind of mean people to me, but I really did not look that much into it. I just still kept going, and now here I am, and I'm just living my life still acting. Hmm. Do, do you enjoy it? Do you really enjoy doing it? Oh, I love enjoying doing it, and I love other aspects of the entertainment industry as well. I would love to also grow up and be a uh, writer and a director. So now I want to be an actress and also look into other ways to be involved more. Ah, well, that's good. So now you and your sister, uh, Bianca, who uh, we mm-hmm. will have as a guest here also on On Screen and Beyond, but um, <laughs> you, you've done acting. And, you know, from from three years old <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you've also delved into music world, too, right? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So as far as your music career, uh, is that something you're continuing or, you know, are you writing your own songs and things? My sister and I co-write. She's definitely more of the writer of songs where I'm more of the writer of screenplays. I've got more interest in writing scripts more than songs. Um, over the past several years, especially during the pandemic, I've been focusing a lot on finishing my schoolwork and applying to colleges and writing more. So I haven't had that much time to focus on music that much. But we do have a song that we've been waiting to release until like the perfect time. And I think that's going to be spring or summer of 2022. So stay tuned. Oh. So did you do much during the, you know, the lockdowns at that period of time? Or were you sort of just, you know... I, I don't see you sitting around the house doing nothing, but I'm sure you were doing other things. But, but did you do oh, any no. work? I, I, did, I did a lot. I promised a lot that I wanted to do during the lockdown. I actually finished my high school. So I'm done with high school. I graduated two and a half years early. And I also did a summer program for writing at UCLA last summer. So I did a lot during my time in lockdown. Hmm. And I also filmed a lot of movies. I did The Bay last year, and I filmed it, and The Bay ended this past summer. So I've been, I've been keeping busy. I want to keep doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you were on Parks and Recreation, there again, you were very young, so you probably don't mm-hmm. remember too much of that either, but, uh, but that's a huge show to be on. I literally binged that entire show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, so I got, I got to see myself. And I was like, I can't even believe I did this. <laughs> yeah, and 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 also, I, I'm looking at your your credits here. Uh, the closer you were on that show too. Mm-hmm. And, and there again, you were you were both you and your sister were both on that, correct? Yes, we were both doing the closer. Yeah, and, and we played. Twins. Go ahead. And we played twins. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now. You were in a Bon Jovi video. Mm-hmm. So how how did you get on that? Was that just another thing where they needed a, a set of twins and you you went to some kind mm-hmm. of uh, audition? 
Yeah, so they actually needed twins for the video, and we auditioned. And then we got the call that we got it, and we worked on it for, I want to say, a week, week and a half. And it was an amazing experience. I remember more about filming that music video than some of my other younger projects. But I remember I had so much fun with Wes Bentley, who played my dad in the video. And I've actually got to see the video quite a few times since we filmed it. And it's just, it's surreal that I was in it. He's yeah. such a legend. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. You've done so much in such a short time. You've been worked for Disney. You've worked for uh, Nickelodeon and, and, and different shows like that. Uh, it, it's Now that you're, you're older, do you ever look back at those shows? I do. You, I do. Um, I look back and I watch myself just so I could see if there's anything I would do differently. But I always put my best foot forward. And I love looking back on my old projects. I love Nickelodeon and Disney. And it's great that I could see myself on the show, like the channels that I always watched. I always grew up watching Disney and Nickelodeon. So the fact that I had the opportunity to be on both of those networks was incredible. When you, you worked on the film The Diary of a Future President, did, is that another open call that you went to? Or was that just something that, you know, they said, we want them. <laughs> we want those girls. <laughs> so on, on Diary of a Future President, it was actually a quick audition process. They sent out the breakdown, and I got an audition for it literally on a Friday. And then I found out through a self-tape that I got on that following Tuesday, and I worked that entire week. So it was a very quick process, but I had to go through an audition process. And I'm still really close with the cast and crew to this day, and it was an amazing project to be a part of. Mm. And the Bay, mm -hmm. how did that come about? How did, how did that work out, getting on that show? So, funny enough, when we were really, really young, we started being a part of this anti-bullying organization called Boots of Bullying. And one of the people that was also an ambassador was Mike Manning, who was just starting on the Bay. And he was talking to the creator, Gregory J. Martin, one of the other creators, Wendy Rich and Princess Andrews, about adding a newer generation to the show and possibly adding twins to it. So Mike told my mom about this, and they had a meeting, and they talked more about our characters, and they asked us to send in a self-tape and our reel and look at our resume to consider us, and then we started developing our characters, and ever since it's been history. Mm. <laughs> and Mike won the Emmy, and I won the Emmy, and the show's you know, so well-known in the daytime community, and I'm just honored to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's just incredible. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, how did you find out that you were, you, were, you were first nominated? How did you find out about that? Did they call you or did somebody tell you? Or? No. So it was Monday, the day that everybody found out. And I was on edge the entire morning. And I found out at noon my time, so specific standard time, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to walk around, and I'm not going to really look at it, and then someone yelled at me and said, you were nominated, you were 
Beyonce were nominated. And I go, what? So I looked at the website, and I saw that my sister and I were both nominated, which is insane. I really did not think I was going to get nominated. And my mom was upstairs at the time, so my dad and I were celebrating. I was like, Mom, I was just nominated. Beyonce was just nominated. And we celebrated that night and the rest of the week. And we kept celebrating ever since because it's such a huge accomplishment. Mm, oh, that's for sure. I mean, you know, to be nominated is is an incredible feat to, in the first place. And, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, somebody has to, not unfortunately, but, you know, unfortunately, somebody has to win and walk away with the winning. But, uh, you know, I consider everybody who's nominated to be, you know, the top of the line. I mean, you know, everybody is, is right up there. And... Uh, so were you at, I don't know, gathering or whatever they do? <laughs> so back to the thing is, I totally agree. I think everybody is a winner in my eyes who's even nominated to be acknowledged is incredible. But, yes, we did have a smaller gathering because, you know, we still are in COVID times and we need to be safe and keep others safe as well. So we did it with the nominees and it was we all were spaced out, and we all had our chance to go on a little platform or way beside the stage. And if anybody that showed up to the actual um, ceremony, one, they could either walk on stage or they had the award next to a platform and a microphone so they could say their speech. But it was a very small group of people. Not a lot of people were allowed to come. Mm. And it was it was very intimate, but it was the perfect way. Yeah. Yeah. Well... This will not be your first. I can tell you that. You, Thank <laughs> and, you. and you will get to be at one that has the full, you know, the full gala that they have. I'm sure you have a long ways to go. So you, the, you know, you and your sister are both going to be uh, up there again. I'm sure, and you'll really get to enjoy it uh, again. But the first time you're nominated, it's got to be such a thrill. I mean, it's just incredible. It was. It was. I was in shock. I literally. I still am in shock that I was even nominated. Like, it's absolutely insane, and I'm just so grateful. Yeah. yeah. So what was it like being, you know, in competition with your sister? I mean, that's got to be it's gotta be you kind know, of rough. <laughs> you know, actually, it wasn't that rough at all. We're, you know, we go up against each other all the time for auditions, and my family's always taught us that, if it's a win for one of us, it's a win for both of us. And anything that happens to us in our careers is always an accomplishment for both of us because we're in this together. And I could not imagine being nominated beside anyone else. And so the fact that I got to share this experience with my sister was just out of this world. And so there, it, was, it was no hard feelings. I honestly, if Bianca would have won, I would still be just as happy for her. And if any other person in the category won, I would just be as happy for them as well. I'm just so much shocked that I even was nominated. So I'm just, I'm just coasting and I'm just really grateful about this entire experience. Yeah. Did you know many of the other people who were nominated besides your sister, of course? (laughs) No, I did not know them personally, but as time got closer to the actual award show date, I started following them on Instagram and we got to be in touch. And I actually got to see one of them in person, Isaac Arellis. And he was nominated as well, and we got to all celebrate this amazing victory for anybody, all the nominees. So he's a really sweet guy, and all the nominees are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you've got a lot of things in the pot here going. I, I see, you know, besides all your your uh, 
you know, the acting that you've done in the past, but you've got still got a lot of things going on, like uh, Fear of Rain. Mm-hmm. You, you were in that with Harry Connick Jr. and uh, Catherine Heigl. Yes, I was. What was that experience like? We filmed in a part of Florida I'd never been into before. It was called Tampa. It was such a fun experience. I loved being with my sister working on this project. Madison Eisman, who was the lead of the film, was incredible to work with. And Israel Bouchard, who was so nice. I loved him in To All the Boys I Loved Before, so I got to meet him in person. I was like, oh. And it was an, it was an amazing experience to work with these actors that I've looked up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I noticed you also had another movie called Slapface. Yes. I did work on Slapface with August Maturo, Mirabelle Lee, um, man who was also in the Bay. It's a horror film, and it just got into Shutterfest at AMC. That should be coming out in January, and it's a great horror film. And I'm so honored to be a part of this. So, how how was it working on that? Was that your first horror film? It was one of my first, yeah, and it was super fun. We filmed in this small town in upstate New York during the week of Halloween, actually. So it was all the spooky vibes, and it. It was incredible. I loved working with Mike again, and I got to create such long-lasting friendships with the cast and crew, and I'm actually seeing a few of them this week, so I'm just, I'm really happy to be part of this film. Hmm. And another film that, that I mean, it's, it's I'm sitting here and it's like, okay, we got another movie and another movie and another movie, <laughs> but, but you have a lot of movies coming up, and I want to find out about them. Uh, I Am Mortal? Yes. What's that one about? It's basically in this new um, version of reality. It talks about immortality and what it means to keep living on forever and what do you risk by taking this chance. And it's a dystopian movie. And we filmed this actually before the Bay and anything that I started. So it was like in 2018, way before the pandemic. And we've been waiting for the perfect time to release this film. And it should be coming out later this year, early next year. Everything is so backed up right now. Everybody's holding it off because they don't want to get it, things out, you know, and, and not have a large audience, of course, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so, yeah, it's like, you know, that's why you <laughs> all of a sudden we're just going to get, you know, rampaged with, with all these films that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now this one interested me here, this next one, is you were in a film playing Mel Gibson's daughter. Yes, I played Jill, who is Tommy's daughter, Mel Gibson's daughter. What What was that like, and what did, what is the film about? It's actually based off of a true story about this Canadian bank robber who successfully pulled off robbing fifty three banks and jewelry heists. So it's, it's it was a very interesting experience because he actually got a bit of the set. Unfortunately, I literally just left before I got to meet Gilbert Galvin, who Josh Jamal plays in this film. It has Alicia Cuthbert and Mel Gibson, who plays his sort of like an accomplice. And he sort of helps um, Gilbert pull off these bank robberies. And I play his daughter, and she's a feisty character. And I I love working with Mel. He's definitely into improv and keeping me on my toes. So I got to learn a lot from working with him. Mm -hmm. 
he's he's an incredible actor and, and director. He's you know he's directed a lot of movies too. Now, do you when you work with these people, are you you know watching and seeing how they do things, acting and directing and things like that? Are you you know because you said you you're interested in doing that type of thing later on? I always keep watch. I always watch like their annual like. From an acting standpoint, I always watch to see, like, okay, what do they do to be more real in the scene? And I always watch to follow their aneurysms. You know, when you play someone's daughter, you have to sort of have that ambiance that their parents would have. So, for instance, playing Mel's daughter in this, Tommy is a very hardcore and very sarcastic person. So I sort of had to learn as time went on to sort of adjust to how he portrayed his character so I would be like a spitting image of him and also you know on the artistic side for directing and writing as well I got to watch how everything was always improv and how everything can change at the last minute and so I learned how to be adjustable to those new scenarios. Hmm. Garrett well while I'm listening to you talking here uh, I hear you say oh well I looked at Mel and did the it's like Oh Mel, you know, like like it's nobody. <laughs> oh Mel, he's a great friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're so you know so casual about it. Oh Mel, you know, and, and everybody else is going Mel Gibson. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That is really you know something to to work with these these actors and actresses that you worked with. And uh, I noticed there's another one. It says you're filming uh, is a film called The Magic. Yes, we actually just finished filming that earlier this year. It's a Christmas film. It has Christos Andrews from the Bay in this and Alejandra Espinoza. And it's basically about these two twin girls who help their brother, who is Christos, find love again after a tragic accident that happened to his sisters. And so it's taking place during the Christmas time. It's just a heartfelt Christmas film, but also... It's such a heartfelt film in general. It's so different from any other Christmas film. And we love breaking the boundaries in these films. So I'm very excited for people to see it. Hmm. It, it, you are just so busy. It's incredible. Um, and and <laughs> now here's here's one that I I noticed that uh, it says it's from 2019, but I don't know if it's out. It's in pre-production. I heard was uh, Trading Faces Identical Twin Series. Yeah, so that's actually an option for a book about these two twin sisters, Tatum and Emma, and it basically follows their lives. Well, in the book, it's during middle school, so, you know, I'm just, I, I can't say too much about it, but just stay tuned. It's in pre-production. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. You... <laughs> you are just so busy. <laughs> but, uh, well, Gara, I want to finish up with uh, one final question. And taking us away from you winning an Emmy and also from, you know, all your acting and everything and your music. And it's just incredible. But uh, when you sit back and relax, what are you watching on TV? What are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And I say past. It's not that far back. but (laughs) And also, what are your favorite movies? I love watching 10 Things I Hate About You, the movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. The Greatest Showman, Instant Family. I'll be watching that 70s show, Parks and Recreation, The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I absolutely love Stranger Things. The Duffer Brothers are such an inspiration to me. So I definitely got my writing info from them. So I love watching the show no matter what. It's a comfort show to me. And I also love reading. I've read like 100 and 
Let me hold on. Let me count. 105 books this year so far. Wow. And my goal was actually to be 60, so I'm way past that now, and I'm still going to keep going with my goal. So, yeah, I love to read. I started a book club with my sister, so anytime we had to read and relax, so that's my perfect day. See, I like watching, I don't know why, but I like watching television shows more because I'm like, oh, a movie's so long, but then I realized, like, wait a second, a television show is, like, so many hours of TV, like, it's several episodes, so, like, it doesn't make sense, but, um, oh, my gosh, I'm not a big, oh, my gosh, movies. I'll have to think more on that, but my top two movies are Ten Days I Hate About You and The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Now, you say The Greatest Showman. Uh, would you... And maybe your sister too, but would you like to be in a film where it was a musical? I love musicals, so if I had the opportunity to be in a musical show or movie, I would definitely say yes to that opportunity. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Kiara, I cannot thank you enough for joining us, and uh, it's been just incredible listening. You know, you, normally I'm talking to actors who have been you know in the business for twenty, thirty, forty years, and mm-hmm. you know. Some of them don't have as much experience as you have already. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. It was great to talk to you. Kiara D'Ambrosio. Hope you enjoyed that one. And uh, her sister, Bianca, will be coming up as a guest on On Screen and Beyond very shortly. So stick around for that. And uh, that'll be coming your way in a couple of weeks. And uh, also, uh, we thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us. And that's it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. And of course, like I said earlier, please keep downloading On Screen and Beyond. If uh, you know, tell a friend, get the word out. Uh, you know, subscribe to us, friend us, follow us, do all those things. Uh, no matter what you are on, as far as uh, your download podcasting provider and also on uh, the socials get the you know on instagram at on screen and beyond podcasts and also on twitter and all those things just you know help us out do us a favor and uh, get us uh, more people to know about on screen and beyond so that's it that's a wrap for this episode of on screen and beyond so until next time when we once again take you on screen and beyond i'm brian zemrak take care (laughs) 